0: and blister
1: we're two sisters
0: supporting each other from across the pond
1: welcome to skin and blister this is the the uh party edition <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it's not
1: it's not welcome yeah.
0: to monday morning edition monday
1: morning how are you feeling today
0: I am feeling great, thank you. I've just come from my tennis lesson Ooh. where I'm beginning to know everyone's names, so that's very exciting. Uh,
1: How many people are there?
0: Maybe seven, it kind of varies per week, depending on who can come there. Um, and this time I brought a coffee cup from Sazi and Fran, Ooh. which is, as you might know, it's that's my coffee shop um, with the lovely Fran. and just thought i'd do a little bit of product placement there real life product placement
1: i like it did anyone ask about it
0: they did and i said oh very good very good good. um so so um look at me working at work and leisure work while you play
1: but why didn't you bring coffee for everyone i feel like that would have been better Do you
0: understand how businesses work, Calder? you got to make the money. This is not a charity. Yeah,
1: but there's money that goes towards advertising as well.
0: Yeah. I understand. The money that went towards the advertising was me getting a coffee. Mm. Taking time out of my day to go get a coffee.
1: Tell me about that coffee. What was in it? Was it black coffee? Did it have oat milk?
0: Well, yes. I went for an oat milk flat white because I felt like, I was feeling very adventurous. Very flat I mean, and so white. Thought... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, give me give me the update on you. Uh
1: just spent a marvelous weekend in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, it was quite the experience. It was a solo weekend. I stayed in a tiny house. And yeah, that was what I'm coming out of right now.
0: Was it, was it a tiny house or was it a normal house and you're just very tall? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, see, the problem with these tiny houses, it was actually a tiny house, is that they are not made for tall people. They have this little awning that um, outside the front door, and I have to duck every time
0: I go in. Otherwise, I'll like cut my head open on it. Um, no, that's no good. An awning is, um, we have an awning at our coffee shop. We have to put it in and out every day.
1: Oh, is it one of those? um, Like the retract? Do you do it automatically, or do you have to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always
0: feel like, oh, I'm a real shop owner when I do it. Oh. Um, but with tiny houses, I feel like tiny houses is quite an American thing. Would you agree with me?
1: Yeah, because in other places, houses are that small anyway.
0: But in America,
1: (laughs) in America, we're like, oh. We're bored of our giant houses with too much space, so let's essentially be like the rest of the world but play, like it's gonna be like a novel thing for us.
0: You know what I'm gonna quickly look up dimensions of time tiny houses because I reckon um they're the same as like our flat, yeah, tiny. yeah tiny. How it?
1: the one i stayed in um had like a kitchen a couch a bathroom a washer dryer all like within the bottom part of it and then and a full-sized refrigerator and everything and then um at the top it had a loft with the bed on it um which i definitely couldn't even sit up in the loft um
0: OK, there wasn't headroom. Yeah. So it wasn't you, standing room. It was
1: just for sleeping.
0: And I kept um, thinking, like, what if I fall
1: off of here?
0: Oh <laughs> no! But wasn't there railings? Yeah, yeah.
1: But like if you woke up and got disoriented and like you could easily like fall off.
0: Yeah, I always am scared of that. Like if I go somewhere and sleep in a bunk bed. But yeah, it doesn't really happen. I guess your body realizes you're somewhere else.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's never happened to me. I've heard that if you sleepwalk, you're actually like better at balance, which is really interesting.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that's a lie or not. I have no idea. Um, no, I've heard that as well. Again, might be an urban legend. Anyway, dimensions of tiny houses, they can be from... 60 square feet up to 400 square feet. Mm. Um, the only issue here is I don't even know how big my apartment is, but I, oh my I, I'm going <laughs> to make a guess that mm. the tiny house you stayed in was bigger than my apartment. Um, oh, Lord. We do have washer dryer. We don't have a full refrigerator, though. Oh, my gosh. Um, we just have a tiny one. So we're like living the tiny house dream over here. You are. There. But yeah. All right. Well, give me the give me the bullet points of your weekend and I'm gonna say which ones I wanna listen to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll shoot some bullets your way. Um <laughs> hope you're feeling bulletproof. But <laughs> oh I love gosh. that song. I'm bulletproof, bulletproof nothing to lose. I know. Fire away, sing. fire away. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Um, So the first, I got there on Friday night. And as you know, it gets dark at like 530 now, which makes you feel like by the time I got there at eight o'clock, I was like, it's midnight. But I was like, no, you have got this. You are not old yet. You are going out. So I went out to like a, one of the local bars that was in walking distance. I did my Google research first, read all the reviews. Do you do that ever, before you go anywhere? Do you just,
0: Um. Y- how yes, much, I do.
1: how much research time would you say you spend before you go somewhere?
0: Oh, uh, good question. Um, if I'm going, uh, I really depends. I guess if I'm like going out with someone, I don't know, I'll probably research a bit more, you know, if if I'm the one organizing it, um but the other like now i just go to like two restaurants okay (laughs) close to me because i know they're good so then i don't have to do any research
1: yeah when i'm at home i like having my go-tos um what is your like star rating minimum for going somewhere
0: (laughs) well i'm really opposed to google google um ratings because the star system doesn't make sense because it doesn't have any um, it doesn't actually correspond with anything, so people when they rate you are not—they're either giving you a five star or a one star, mm, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is a is a very strange way of rating because a five star is the top. Yeah, you can't go. But a one star is so um, damaging to the rating, if that makes sense. So yeah. Like, for example, in our coffee shop, if we have 100 happy customers a day, let's say, pro- most likely zero of those are going to give us a review. Yeah. And yeah. If, but we, if we have one bad customer a day yeah, and they give us a one star review, it's like screwed the rating. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So I, I it re- like you you've hit a nerve for sure because oh my i gosh. am a massive i i hate google um reviews but like okay so what if you
1: i don't just look at the star rating i also like read through and see what people have to say about it do you think that's more of an accurate way of of like figuring out whether it's good or not cuz like usually you can tell if someone leaves a one star they're usually like a total bitch and you can tell and you don't take that into account.
0: Yeah, and I also do love reading one-star reviews. Um, So I'm a bit of a hypocrite because I always, if I'm going somewhere, (laughs) I always look at the one-star reviews. Me too, me too. Just because I find them so entertaining. And
1: usually they were like, there was no free bread. How dare they not have free bread? And then I saw one like that the other day and the owner was like, a review that starts with, no free bread. (laughs) Like, they were like, means that it's probably not a very um, good review. But it was quite funny. They were quite snarky about it.
0: While we're on this topic, though, I have a I have a (laughs) bugbear to bug. A bug.
1: What's a (laughs) bugbear? I
0: don't know. (laughs) I have a problem (laughs) with the fact that people think that's people working in coffee shops or restaurants have to be friendly with them because I think you're going out um I think people should be civil but I think this idea that everyone should be like really nice because like that you're going out for what maximum an hour to this restaurant Mm -hmm. to have your meal that person's there 10 hours having to keep that smile on their face. And I just think like, why? Like, why do we need this?
1: Well, I I have mixed feelings about it. Cause like, and we've both been in customer service for the majority of our adult lives. So I think mm-hmm. we're good people to discuss this. Um, I do think if you choose to work in the service industry, there's like part of doing that is like knowing that you're expected to be polite. Um, and it's like sales. If you work in sales, you're expected to sell things. You know what I mean? Um, so I do think like, if you do make that choice, you do have to realize that that's part of the job description. Um, but yeah, I get what you mean. I don't think it's necessary to be like super on the whole time, like chatting with everyone or, um, like but I do think politeness is like definitely I expect politeness because I'm polite to people at at like coffee shops and stuff so I just expect the same in return
0: yeah okay well then I agree with you because I, I I do I definitely think you're ha- like the people there should be a mutual respect a mutual politeness but I'm more like the people didn't it just rubs me the wrong way when people kind of expect you to be. Um... The thing is, you should, in these interactions, personally, I always try and be the bigger person. I do, like when people come into the coffee shop, I like them to have a really good time. But what I ask the staff to do is be polite, be kind, but like, I don't expect them to treat every customer like their best friend. Like, I think it's yeah, more yeah. Of a, you know, People like do your job. Like th- there needs to be mutual respect, but but I think um, these reviews that are like staff were not super friendly. I'm like, well, <laughs> okay. That's clearly been working someone for nine who, hours.
1: The person leaving that review is clearly someone who um, has not earned any right to much friendliness. I would have to say because <laughs> they're probably a terrible person. Like, if you would leave a bad review just because of that, honestly, like, you should rethink your life decisions, because you're probably not the most amazing person.
0: Anyone leaving a one-star review for an independent business needs to rethink, well, needs to go out, start their own small business, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. reconsider.
1: I see, like, um, I, I think that before you leave a bad review, you should contact... The management first and try to settle your problem there and then if that doesn't work and it was really a bad experience that you want other people to avoid I guess like the review would be the next thing but I don't know that like rare rarely happens you know like if you're just polite and patient you shouldn't be having such terrible experiences for the most part so probably unnecessary to leave a bad review. It can, like, really hurt a small business.
0: Yeah, I do. What about this saying, like, you shouldn't touch other people's money? Because Mm -hmm. the the thing is, that bad review is I can't then review them as a person. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, As a small business, I can't go, uh, one star for you, you were rude to the the people working behind the bar. Yeah, it doesn't. So it really, that's what thats what gets to me. It's like such a one-way power system mm-hmm. that actually has no, there is no bearing. If a hundred customers a day left five-star reviews and then one left a one-star review, then you would be getting the accuracy, but it's not an accurate system.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I see what you mean. I, I do think that the internet has created this like weird um, social situation where it kind of is like a place of no rules because people feel very immune sitting behind a screen typing a review or typing a mean comment like it really allows like bullies and and unpleasant people to have like free reign over other people's lives which is not a good situation um it's really interesting because it's very obviously new phenomenon. It used to be that if you wanted to be unpleasant, you had to do it to someone's face. And that's a lot more bold than sitting behind a screen and typing away. And it often... also
0: gives that person a chance to respond.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's quite a strange thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I, I, um, I try and keep my karma... Um yikes. Karma good by not not giving small businesses ones their reviews. Yeah, hear heard it here first. You heard it here? Karma. 100%. Keep it keep it clean. The way that I um,
1: deal with it is um I just don't have a website for my business <laughs> cuz I don't want to have bad reviews
0: no it's clever it's clever yeah. with that with that being said please rate review and subscribe rate review podcast. and subscribe if you give us one star review
1: <laughs> we will come after you we are coming for you <laughs> no 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 no
0: we need to be we need to be um thick skinned yes anyway give me yes. the Give me the bullet points. Come on. All right,
1: bullet points. So yeah, I went out um, to a couple bars that were in walking distance. Had a hot dog with chili on it, which was delicious. These are not
0: the bullet points. This is just your.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, you're right. Anyways, okay. Uh, places I went to eat and drink. Cool. Bullet point. Um, the fossil hunting. Extraordinaire adventure bullet okay. point. Um, and <laughs> no need
0: to say bullet
1: point. Uh, that's about it, honestly.
0: Okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say, I want to know two things. I want <laughs> <laughs> only two. I want to know what, what is your, what is, is it more enjoyable going out by yourself or with your other half? <laughs>
1: well, my other and... you've really put me in an interesting situation here because my other half's gonna listen to this. So really there's only one answer.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. What I mean is I'm
1: just kidding.
0: What I mean is in general. Yeah.
1: No, I know what you mean.
0: Would you rather go out would you go out out with your other half? Mm-hmm. Or is it more fun to go out out with friends? And or I mean, I, yeah, I've never really gone out out by myself. Really? Anyway, go interesting. for interesting.
1: Um, yeah, I think that it's just three totally different things. So I don't say like, I don't really have a preference per se. Um, when I go out with friends, it's really lovely because um, I'm just there to connect. With my friends and to have a nice experience where I don't have to, you know, do any work um, where I get served. I guess that's part of the cost of going out. And I really appreciate that. Shout out to small businesses. Um, and then as far as with my other half, I, I love it. I love going for a, a lovely date and just having that really quality one on one time. Um this weekend specifically like is the reason I go out by myself is one cuz like I don't feel like cooking while I'm on vacation. Um mm-hmm. but also like I like to get out of my comfort zone. Um and like really the only way to do it is to force myself because um let's face it like I can like I'm much more comfortable like hanging out with friends or my partner. Um, but part of the reason, like I do travel by myself sometimes is to kind of like expand my, um, my view and like talk to new people, um, hear their experiences, you know, see what it's like being out of my bubble essentially. And it is a really uncomfortable thing to do I'm not gonna lie like I have to almost like make myself do it um like when I got to Charleston I was like oh I could just go to bed (laughs) and then I was like no I'm in a new place like I need to go out like enjoy myself um talk to random people and get like new drinks new food um and like I honestly prefer being with people. I know I'm not going to lie, but I do think it's good to get out of my comfort zone at the same time.
0: Okay. 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 That is good. Thank you for that. I was more saying when you go out, like if you, if you, if you go out and get like, if you're going to a club, are you going to a club with your partner? Or are you going by yourself? Um, not by yourself with friends let's say partner or friends what's your preferred
1: i think with friends probably because like with my partner mm. i'd much rather like a nice quiet date
0: i agree i totally agree yeah. with that. okay um i know you had mezcal and bourbon yes what was the reason behind that bad decision making <laughs>
1: Um, so the mezcal was at the first bar I went to and they made these lovely Mezcal cocktails. Um kind of like a paloma a little bit, one of them was with the salt and the grapefruit and all that. And then um so I had that and then I went next door and it was a bourbon bar. So I had oh, to get so bourbon. Had to yeah, bourbon. Yeah, yeah, sure, yep.
0: sure. Yeah, and it's smart. quite bad to mix drinks. I've heard. So you is, you just well you is just it? I guess
1: it. I guess it was, because the head was hurting. The head was hurting. The How next many day. are
0: we talking?
1: That will remain to be seen. <laughs> no, it wasn't that many. But I'm just I don't like drink that much these days unless I go out. So like, it doesn't take too many. Sure, I think I'm sure, getting sure. older. <laughs>
0: It's really deb- I find hangovers very um sometimes you get them sometimes you don't. Yeah, it's, it's really delicious. random,
1: isn't it? And I can never yeah. figure out cuz I'm always like drinking water and making sure I eat enough food along with. But it's mm, still very random. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I had this amazing uh apricot donut there. It was so they made um donuts fresh to order. Um and it was At like the bar yeah at the bar isn't that cool so Ooh. random
0: it does um, actually sound delicious but yeah it was but... like <laughs> that's so isn't that weird
1: they like their menu Ooh. was like hot dogs sweet potato gratin and donuts like what were they thinking they have zero theme like no theme at all do However... you know what
0: their theme is <laughs> it's literally orange orange thing rusty Rusty-colored fruit, not fruit, food.
1: Yeah, it's like brown, brown (laughs) food.
0: (laughs) It's so weird.
1: Each thing individually was quite delicious. Like they executed it well, but it is super random. Like their (laughs) menu is like just all over the place.
0: Were you like a must try all the orange food?
1: Yeah, I was like, while I'm here, when in Rome, do (laughs) it. But yeah, oh the donut word. was quite a treat. Had like they reconstituted dried apricots. We <laughs> oh, <that laughs> made kind weird. of like a ap apricot sauce, <laughs> apple sauce <laughs> with the apricot. Oh, I see. Apricot, oh, yeah. I mean, I do. And like then they injected that into the donut. Um, oh, like, a like, like a jam I mean, just donut. Get apricot
0: jam. Yeah. Next time. And it was
1: all hot and steamy. It was quite good. Nothing I ever would have ordered, but I just basically like my whole thing this weekend was like, I just asked for recommendations, then ordered it, even if I like against my better judgment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's chaotic. Um, Okay, I do. I would like to know um, why you go on these vacations by yourself. Because you've done it before, haven't you? Yeah,
1: I think I, I kind of answered that. I, I do it to get out of my comfort zone. Because like, oh, yeah. sometimes okay. I have okay, trouble cool. being creative. And I feel like I mm-hmm. get in quite a rut, you know, with and I just think it's like a good perspective change. Um, it's definitely not like if I had the option to like, go with someone or go by myself, like I would choose to go with someone.
0: Um Yeah, but I see what you mean. Yeah. You definitely have to push yourself a bit more and organize when you're on your own. So the other... I once went, went to Kazakhstan on my own. Really? Well, That's so cool. Greg was there. Our brother Greg was there, but I um I traveled on my own, which wasn't that crazy. Yeah, I, I was gonna say Greg own.
1: was there. <laughs> <laughs> you should try yeah. it. Let me know what you think. Um it does the, I say the one like real benefit about it is you don't need to like do what anyone else wants to do. You just do exactly what you want to do. Like no one no one's there to say, well, I don't feel like doing that. So I think mm, that that's is, like a very freeing part of it. But yeah, it's quite a weird thing. Like when I was on the tour, people were like, Are You hear visiting Family? And I was like, Nope, just here by myself and they're like, What? <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it looked like so nice those pictures of you collecting fossils put some of them on instagram so people can see the teeth that you collected You teeth collector i became like quite for the sharks
1: (laughs) quite obsessed with uh finding teeth it's like this weird thing you know like when when we pick berries together Mm. (laughs) and Mm. you become like obsessed and you can't stop Like, I just, I didn't want to stop. I was like, leave me on the island. I never want to stop. Um, But, yeah, it's, like, a weird, like, thing where I can't, like, I get addicted to, like, finding the teeth.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's very strange because there's not really any value other than, like, the satisfaction of finding them. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're cool to look at, but, like, you can't. Sell them for a million. It's not like a dime Oh yeah, I don't care like, about. Oh selling my gosh. Them.
1: No, I I got home and I was like, okay, what do I do with these now? But In it was the like bin. the joy of finding them was like the whole, the whole reason behind it.
0: The experience. What did you do with them when you got home?
1: Uh, well, first I I got out like I had a little identification paper that the guide had given me, um, and we like sorted them all me and the chicken um Mm. and that was really cool to figure out like what kind of shark they were and then after that i just put them in a bag
0: (laughs) did you have any megalodon ones
1: yeah a big broken megalodon one it was like just a part of it but like if it had been the proper size it would have been like the size of my hand probably (laughs) it's so weird to think about like what the size of the shark would have to be to have that big of a tooth.
0: Well, megalodons were like, apparently I saw a picture of someone standing in the skeleton mouth of a a megalodon. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. The mouth was open. So like that, they wouldn't even have a problem swallowing a person whole. So crazy. Um, Anyway, do you want to hear what I did? Yes. Yes. I have been waiting. Okay. I've got two options for you. We can go through both of them, but I'll have to talk really fast. Um, there's one called Hansy Greg or what uh, five, <laughs> 500 pounds worth of butter. All right. These are my two Hansy Greg. Okay. Hansy, do you want to hear about, okay. Um, I, yeah this is good this ties in with your weekend a little so i, I went out out with my lovely uh norwegian friend shout out no. to you um and we went to see our friend djing which was lovely to see him again um but it was in <laughs> it was in an exclusive club in london
1: ooh, fancy um, ooh
0: so we let me see let me see the bullet points um yeah so we got there we talked to our friend who was DJing. then he had to go off oh while i'm while i'm telling you this story i might as well guess how much i paid for two drinks
1: i'm gonna guess 60 pounds
0: you are very close sorry so about that
1: go- that was my uh alarm going off when the lovely Simon walked in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, we, uh, yes, I got a whiskey. That's what I always get double shot whiskey. And uh, my friend got a vodka. We were both just straight on the liquor that night. Oh um, my gosh. And that cost us 40 quid, which uh, is outrageous.
1: For but a double, though.
0: Yeah. Double shot. That's quite good. Yeah. That's about $60.
1: Oh yeah. True. True. So it's like, a
0: lo- anyway, what I'm going to say about that is I, when I come to an expensive thing like that, I always say to myself, idiot tax activated. Mm-hmm. I will never be buying another drink from this bar. Get over it. So I got over it.
1: Was the experience when, worth
0: it? Um, What the drink itself? No, not the know.
1: drink itself. Was was the experience in the club worth it?
0: Well, why, do, why don't you decide at the end of this, this okay, story? Okay, okay, all right. Okay? Yeah. Um, so then I sat down talking to my friend, blah, blah, blah. We couldn't really hear each other because the, the club was built. So it like absorbed all the sound mm. into the walls. Anyway, then um, someone next to us was like, hi, I'm Greg from Canada. Um, <laughs> and I was like, hi, Greg. Uh, And he just arrived from Canada that morning. Um, Long story short, Greg from Canada was very um, full on and uh, very touchy feely. So uh, I said, Oh, here, Greg, meet my friend. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) So you just hand him off to your poor friend. That's how you respond. Was he. And then. Describe Greg
0: i'm curious man bun yeah um beard be 40 ish mm, maybe like a little bit of a beard uh yeah um on cocaine. <laughs> 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 on something quite strong Ooh. um talked very fast cocaine <laughs> yeah Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So then I started talking to his friend who was, um who was lovely, who was, um, that was a couple. So that I was talking to the lady and that was really nice. Um, oh, oh, she but was Greg was, henzy, was uh... even
1: though he was a couple there.
0: No, no, no. Greg. Okay. Oh, so okay. Was a okay. Couple, and then there was Greg. <laughs> I see. I see. And then so there was Greg, <laughs> I was talking to the woman and she, yeah. She was, yeah, she was very lovely. She was very uh, well off. She was um, sporting a big uh, Rolex on her wrist. And she talked exclusively about herself. Um, (laughs) Didn't seem to know how to converse.
1: I thought you said Uh, she was lovely, but I'm beginning to doubt.
0: Well, she was lovely in that she wasn't handsy with me, so that was nice.
1: (laughs) You have a very low bar for human interaction.
0: But what I was thinking is I should have like I should have um stolen her Rolex cuz she would never have been able to trace me cuz she literally had no she, she knew nothing about me. That
1: would be a good lesson. We talked
0: for about for about an hour. Anyway, jokes obviously. I I'm not after anyone's possessions. Um, but that would be a good lesson to her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not, I don't know. Guys, I think maybe big she was on shout something out. as
1: well. When you interact with people, you're supposed to talk about both them and you.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then I'm trying to make this shorter than it. It keeps getting longer and longer. But then <laughs> Hansy Greg was sitting next to my lovely friend. And what I couldn't hear them because of the wall situation. Mm-hmm. But my friend said afterwards, he was just being like really inappropriate with her like the things he was saying and then he would like get too close etc so then what happened was we stormed out
1: (gasps) of the club so much drama
0: (laughs) we were like bye and more my friend than me because she's she's better at storming out but obviously i went with her because i'm all about supporting
1: yeah um
0: so then but The good news about all of that, the good news is we were home by two. We only had one drink each. um, Well, we had a few Wait, home by two? How late do places stay open in London?
1: Two would be incredibly late here.
0: Well, this place only opens at half 11.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a
1: nightmare. (laughs) Literally.
0: (laughs) Wow. I like that. A little bit of a pun there um anyway do you think it was worth to be honest it was worth it to see our friend um and like i don't yeah the guy was rude to my friend but i she's a strong lady yeah it was it was it was really good to go out with her and it was good to see my friend um the canadians not so much but yeah yeah that is weird canadians are supposed to be nice from Hansy Gregg so oh my
1: gosh Canadians are supposed to be nice I guess in this case Hansy Gregg was overly nice
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. um so so that was my Friday night
1: was it worth it though like is it a fun adventure story that like got you out of your comfort zone I think then it's worth it even if it's like slightly annoying and very expensive but sometimes it's not worth it it just depends like it was like you have this cool adventure with your friend now to laugh about later
0: exactly yeah and nothing you know we were there to support each other so yeah nothing bad happened um which it wasn't going to but i i do think like if you're i just yeah i guess you do meet this kind of people sometimes but it's okay It's just most, I think when you're with a friend, you can kind of laugh about it and enjoy like supporting each other and making sure it doesn't go too far. If you're by yourself, like I wouldn't go out to the place like that on my own. Definitely, definitely not. Yeah, I kind of Um, stick
1: to like locals bars if I'm going to go out because those clubs like they do seem a bit scary in that way.
0: Yeah, and this guy wasn't scary. It was just downright annoying. Yeah,
1: no, I don't mean, like, scary in that way. But, like, just in, like, oh, you're going to have to deal with annoying. Like, whereas, like, usually a locals bar, like, people are quite, like, nice. Because there's kind of that, like, responsibility to each other. They all come there all the time. So, like, bad actors, like, everyone will know. It's just, it makes it more, like... I think like a bit of more protected atmosphere because like everyone knows each other.
0: My favorite part was when the lady, so I couldn't really follow her story because she was talking about how she met her fiance because they're getting married in In, uh, February. See, I know all about this lady. You Um... do, yeah. My favorite part was when she was talking about the south of France and South Africa, which I couldn't really follow. What? Where? Where? Where she was, but she was talking about both of those places, and then she was like, "Yeah, because somehow, like, she met her fiance while taking a helicopter ride because he—that's his hobby—is like, oh um, my god, driving helicopter. Is it driving? Piloting, Piloting. helicopters.
1: And that's um, his hobby. These people yeah, he doesn't are like
0: do it professionally. That's his hobby. These people are insanely
1: rich, both of them. <laughs> I guess they found yeah. they found each other.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no, it's it's very interesting to meet these new people and it talk is. to them. Yeah, it's... and then and then run away. Yeah, as fast as you can. I
1: actually listened to this thing on the radio yesterday that was like. Um, You know, having conversations with random people just for a short time, um, Mm -hmm. like it's they've done studies on it and it generally leads to people being more happy. But I don't know if it's causation or correlation, because it may be that people who report they're happier are the type that have random conversations with people. So it's hard to kind of tell which it is,
0: but that I found it really interesting. Well, after um, <laughs> Hansy Gregg said my friend was delicious, then it oh did my get gosh. very, it did get cut short. So we did get the short part of the conversation down, Pat. There you go. After we <laughs> got away from the, it was so funny. The bouncers at the or the, the cloakroom assistants were like, are you leaving already? And we were like, we are out of here. Please, <laughs> coats, please.
1: Coats, please now. You got all posh with them. (laughs) Okay, tell me, what was the other thing? Tell me
0: quick. That one's um, basically one of our... So our coffee shop is primarily vegan food and we have um, uh, dairy milk as well. And our supplier somehow messed up. Um, I don't know quite how it happened, but they ended up sending us 500 pounds worth of um butter like we what? Butter, So it no just arrived way. in the shop like 12 massive boxes of butter oh my gosh um, and it arrived of course at lunchtime so it's like oh my gosh i see even, like
1: a prime opportunity here to sell butter boards
0: oh no that's what it was we'd somehow manifested the butter you I did mean, yeah we did but we we had to give it away because they wouldn't come pick it up but we will get refunded so we're not gonna be 500 out of pocket wow but it was kind of it was just kind of funny because it's like um this is definitely definitely not for us that is hilarious like, we don't even use butter um yeah so those were like the the main things i wish i lived
1: closer to you i would have taken about half of that butter
0: Yeah, six massive books. I
1: think you've seen me like spread butter on my bread and it's like, it's not even, it's like cutting a slice of cheese. Mm -hmm. Like that's how I approach butter.
0: I do support that. I think that is the way if you're going to eat butter, go for it. Go,
1: go the whole way.
0: (laughs) Anyway, do you think that was a good way? I I think it was, it was a good night out. I'm going to conclude with saying that I was, I, I, I really enjoyed spending time with my friend and i really enjoyed seeing my other friend as well
1: yeah yeah flying
0: his trade so yes that was a good night out and um due to the drinks i didn't get very hungover because i didn't have a lot of drinks um
1: why would you at that stupid. price i mean after the first 30 dollar one you would think like or 30 pound um you would mm. think like okay no more drinks
0: exactly for me once yeah fine for me twice i don't know how that expression goes, i don't but either basically but i'm not if it's if it's if i find it overpriced the first time i'm not i ain't going back for another sip
1: in the meantime my carefully crafted uh mezcal cocktail costs like eleven dollars so yeah there that's a bit is more the standard. contrast for you yeah. although that's that sounds- cheaper than Asheville. A cocktail now in Asheville is at least fifteen dollars, mm. which is a wild. You saw See, that. I one. don't
0: mind if uh, cocktails are well. I mean, that does sound because they do put some
1: like, work into it, right? It's an art. It's a craft.
0: Yeah, and especially if you're going to like a specific cocktail bar, because that's their whole thing, and they probably have to do lots of research. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Instagram pictures, etc. Yeah. Um, should... We good to go to questions yes
1: questiones um so we had a really uh big question this week, a really good one um so it's gonna be quite a thing to tackle, I feel like, and um I guess we'll see where it goes um it says. Hey, girls. Thanks again for the podcast. I look forward to every week. The beer episode was very interesting and educational. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate (laughs) your feedback. Um, I have a question for the pod. It's a hard question, and maybe it's too much, but I thought, thought I'd chance my arm anyway. What advice would you give someone who is struggling with not being accepted and loved by their parents or family? This person is my friend. They are openly gay and crave unconditional love from their parents and family, which I'm afraid won't ever be available to them. Their parents live in the commune. Is it worth fighting for something one can never obtain? Or is it better to try to let go? It is very difficult. Religion has certainly caused so much unnecessary hurt."
0: Mm that is a that is a very uh deep question um whew, uh i i guess to start out i would say this is something that um i think the commune that we came from has a lot to answer for and i think if if they are listening now then then it's good it's good to, that they're aware of this issue um because while they have a problem in general with people um like with people who leave and then find a significant other what is it they don't believe that people are homosexual or-
1: i think they do believe it they just think that then those people need to live an abstinent life or also betray their um feelings on it and and marry a woman anyways I think that's where they're at which I'd love if if anyone does listen to this uh from our commune um I would love if you wanted to have input on where you guys are at with this
0: yeah that's true anyway but that's all I want to say about them because I think this is this is where this is such a tricky question because it's something so deep in that person if you know what i mean it's something Mm -hmm. it's 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 such a big part of who they are in a way that it it really it's hard it's hard to think how they could you know find kind of what they need from their parents or like find how to move on from it
1: Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm
0: Do you have anything this to kind of? Well, I think like, first off, I just wanted to say,
1: um, I'm so sorry that your friend is um, dealing with this such a hard, hard thing. Um, And I think like, we all, um, we all want love and acceptance from our family of origin, I think that's a very natural desire. And it's really unfortunate when our family of origin cannot provide us with our natural desire for that. But I do think, unfortunately, it's something quite a lot of people experience um, in different ways. And so I would say, like, the thing that I've learned about it, because it's definitely something I've struggled with personally. Um, acceptance for who I am from from my family, um, not not you guys who sa- says not you, obviously, or uh, <laughs> it's a, just just some of my family is what I'm saying. Um, But I do think all I can speak to is my own experience, which was, you know, I had my son um, without being married, and that was definitely um, something that they did not approve of. Um. And it was very difficult um, because I was already in a difficult situation, and to not have that unconditional support uh, made it a lot harder. But I had to really like go through several stages, which were quite unpleasant. But you know, a stage of grieving, and I've heard like I saw this quote once, and I. I won't quote it exactly because I don't remember it, but it said like the hardest thing to do is to grieve for someone that's still alive Um, Mm -hmm. because you basically have to like go through all the stages of grief knowing that it doesn't have to be that way. Um, Mm -hmm. But knowing that it is that way and that you just have to deal with it. And so I'd say like, maybe the best advice I can give, which I'm not necessarily equipped to give advice on this, but I'm going to try um, is probably find a therapist or guide to help you through these really difficult feelings um, and try to try to feel the grief and the anger. And then hopefully once you have sat in, the, in those feelings in a safe um, protected environment, like with a therapist or with a really good friend, um, then hopefully you'll be able to have like a clearer direction in which you want to take action, um, with your family. And maybe, you know, maybe you find that kind of a distant, but cordial relationship is good. Maybe you find that, that's not what you need right now and maybe you will later, but right now that's not the right thing for you. Um, but I do think that it's not, there's nothing easy about it and I think it's really important to either have a really good friend you trust or a therapist or just really like think about who you can trust that really cares for you and doesn't judge you and kind of build that community around you and then kind of go from there um Mm. but yeah i'm really sorry that it's such such a hard thing but i just don't think like i think we can also choose our family and it's not always gonna be the family we were born into and that's hard but that's okay as well
0: Yeah. I, I, that is what I was thinking as well. It is a, it maybe it is a process of grieving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As you
0: said, um, and then from that kind of, yeah, like it's pretty, um, the other thing I would say is look for, uh, look for little moments of joy in your life. If, um, and again, this is just from my personal experience. Um, and I want to say as well, um, I I think any of us that have left the commune that we were on have, have experienced a tiny bit of this, mm-hmm. you know, being mm-hmm. kind of rejected and stuff. However, um, I identify as straight and the commune gets that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah they don't agree with you know me um stacking up as we've said yeah previous episode but they they get that like yeah they they accept that they
1: acknowledge it as a real thing which is a good start
0: (laughs) so like i'm coming at this from i i like percentage wise it's it's cutting a lot deeper for for people who not only do they not kind of accept it, but they've also had to hear rhetoric as they were growing up Mm -hmm. about how, how, um, yeah, like, it's just horrible, like how bad it is. But one thing that has helped me is, um, yeah, finding little moments of joy in my life and, um, yeah, trying to like count my blessings where I find them. And that might seem really um surface level but I do think it it will I mean it's just kind of a strategy just to, to notice the positive things in your life mm-hmm. and it's something that even when it's really tough you can you can kind of do one of my positive things that I always think of is like well, at least I'm not um <laughs> on the commune anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, but I yeah, I um I really hope the best for your friend and uh I I guess one cool thing is that, you know, they have such a good friend in you and mm-hmm. that's a really beautiful thing. And some some part of me is like this is like too big of a question. Like I I don't really know how to answer it, but I I just wanna send like I just want that, that, um, individual to have the best life they can. And I hope, um, yeah, I, I, I hope in maybe they listen to this and like massive, um, yeah, I just, I want them to feel supported yeah. as much as we possibly can.
1: Yeah. I I'm the same. I can't definitely cannot like specifically understand the pain you're going through, um, and mm-hmm. I just want to acknowledge that and also acknowledge that, like, um, yeah, the friendship, like, the friendship is important with, pe- you know, people that maybe understand deeply what you're going through as well. So if you can find other people um, to surround yourself with that are dealing with similar things, that's a really good place to start as well. Um But yeah, I'm I'm really uh, hoping that things get better for you and that you find um, what it is you need. I just wanted to reiterate that you come first.
0: Mm, That's true. Your
1: your mental health and your happiness is 100% more important than the comfort of your family and and your loved ones. Um, So whatever you need to do to protect yourself um, from any judgment or unkindness, um, then you need to do that because you come first and they come second and only give them what you can handle giving them don't don't stretch yourself too thin with that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's been times in my life where yeah, if you need to completely cut cut them off, for a time or forever. I mean, I think you're, you're well within your rights to do that. Or like, yeah, like you said, have a casual relationship, if, if that's something that makes your life better. I think at this point, you need to um, be, be selfish.
1: (laughs) Yeah, be selfish, find, find who you are and and your own strength and Enjoy in life. And then, you know, once you're in a very strong place, I think like it's safe to reapproach and reconsider what you need. But just make sure you're coming from a very strong and definitely a selfish place. Like you are a hundred percent the most important person in this whole equation. So
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is a yeah, that's a good question.
1: Yeah, really good, really, really hard. Um I wanted to say I'm honored that you would ask us that question, because <laughs> uh, thank you for putting some level of trust in <laughs> our mm-hmm.
0: ability to try to answer that. Mm-hmm. I, had a, um, I had a question, which is uh did we have any other questions? No, that
1: was it for for
0: now, I think I have. Uh, well, actually, this might well, it has nothing to do with the previous question, but I was just going to ask: um, How do you have any tips for productivity? Because I I sometimes uh, need tips for productivity.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! I first want to start with um, just saying that Saz is one of the most productive people I know. So, oh gosh, um, the fact that she's asking for productivity tips is quite funny um but (laughs) I guess (laughs) I guess I, I can give the tips that I use which is like schedule everything if you need to get something done and it's kind of like not really something that's easily put into like a finite amount of time like it's more of a big picture thing Uh, break it down into smaller steps so you don't get overwhelmed and then put those on your schedule. So like, if it's like, Oh, I need to, um, you know, figure out my life goals for the next two years. Well, break it down be like, okay, first thing I need to do is decide um, what the first step is. Then once you've decided that step, you put it in your calendar. I'm going to get this step done by this deadline and Mm -hmm. um that way you don't get overwhelmed by the because so many things are like big big things that you have to work out and the I tend to like look at it and be like
0: that is impossible
1: so yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) that's exactly what I'm having at the moment because I'm looking at this I'm applying for this um this course I want to get into and Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at it and it's like it's so confusing and then, yeah, I need to get a visa and stuff anyway. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good, a great tip is break it down. Make an um, outline
1: in your notebook of like all the steps and then put dates on them and then cross them off.
0: Yes. I feel like I need to make an outline that just says make a, step one, make a list step two
1: yeah do do some really easy little tasks there so that you can cross them off and feel satisfaction and then do some bigger ones as well <laughs> that's yeah, what that's i usually true. do cuz oh i love i love taking something off my list it's like gives me such a feeling of joy brush teeth oh my off. god how old am i <laughs> um anyway do you have any
0: words of whiz- words of wisdom for us
1: words of wisdom um yes I will say based off of our conversation in this pod, um, put yourself first because without doing that, you know, it's the whole analogy with um, putting on your oxygen mask first. Like you're, you are not going to be able to properly love and care for anyone around you until you love and care for yourself. Number one. So put yourself first, care for yourself, um, however that looks, and then care for others after that.
0: I feel like someone's going to write a self-help book explaining why the analogy of the oxygen mask is wrong. Because like, do you know when like everyone uses that analogy? And yeah, then, like, yeah. Someone's like, well, well I think... <laughs> Actually you should put the other person's oxygen mask on first. It's like, and no. it's because that will give you more fulfillment. Anyway, if someone no, does make
1: that self-help book, we're gonna see them because they obviously listened to this podcast and got the idea from us. That oh, is yes. how we're gonna make <laughs> our dollars.
0: All right, Americanos. <laughs> um all right, well What about good. you? Do you
1: have a word of wisdom really quick?
0: I do always drink warm water cold water in this um climb oh when it gets cold you should always make sure you're drinking lukewarm or warm water that is so unpleasant <laughs>
1: that is so unpleasant <laughs> hey listen uh, on on the tales of the last episode really quick i counted the mountain mugs i have in my house i have 15 coffee mugs um i think you went through at least seven a day because like after the second day we we're out of coffee mugs so just wanted to shout that out for anyone who is wondering about this big question
0: make sure you stay hydrated i'm just continuing <laughs> my word of them where i stopped um and eat nutritious food oh quickly quick, care for your
1: quick, body quick question quick uh-huh
0: question uh-huh do we think pesta pasta one pickle and hummus is a balanced lunch
1: no you need some protein in there well i
0: guess you have the hummus.
1: hummus yeah you need okay it's slightly balanced i would add a few more vegetables to that but pickle
0: is pickles a vegetable
1: uh i don't know does it have any nutritional value left after it's soaked in vinegar for that long acid i will say that's a very strange lunch sounds kind of like the dinner i had at that bar very randomly thrown <laughs> together.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's all green. Except yeah. The hummus. the hummus is beige. Beige. Anyway. All right. Thank you for listening and have a lovely week. Take care of yourself first. Care warm for your wishes body. To all take care of yourselves and your body. Good. Good point. Thank you for listening to Skin and Blister. If you have questions or comments please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.